0: Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer, his name is Andy Rossi, and this is the Evolution of movie show, Andy Rossi. How you doing, fella?
1: I'm doing great. I'm coming to you live from my parents' basement in Chicago.
0: Your parents' basement is the quintessential TV parents' basement. It looks like if you were on Everybody Loves Raymond and went to the parents' basement, that is what it looks like.
1: This is true. Yeah, there's a to my left is a pinball machine and straight ahead is a ping pong table. And I'm seated at our bar in the basement. So we
0: got to We got to get Mr. and Mrs. Rossi on one of these days.
1: That's true. Yeah, we should. They'd be good. They did watch this movie with with me last night.
0: Oh, did they like it? That I don't know. (laughs) You didn't even (laughs) ask? The movie ended and
1: you're just like, okay, good (laughs) night. Yeah, they were kind of not... Kind of watching it, kind of not watching it. <laughs> think they might have thought it was average. I'll ask them after this.
0: Well, uh, they're not on this episode, but we do have a no. guest, as always. And I'm very excited for this one because it's someone who knows a little something about the genre we're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest this time around is none other than Theo Francoci. Theo, how are you, buddy? How's it going, guys? Doing now, Good. Now, Theo, you know a little bit about the genre we're going to discuss today. You've made yourself some horror movies. Tell us about it.
2: Yes. That's that's actually how I met Andy. Uh, both our films were selected at uh, the Calder City Film Festival here in L.A. And he, he was there with Dead Body, uh, mm-hmm. feature film. And and I was there with a short film called Nyctophobic. Um Ooh. Then, yeah. I produced, directed, and acted in it. It was a lot of fun. I always enjoyed the genre, so at some point I was like, "Why not? Let me just try and see what what comes out, right?" And I know that it's, horror is always being considered like a B genre, uh, um, but you know, it's like it's an immortal genre, though. Like horror films, always they're always fun to make. They're always fun to watch. People go to the movies. And to me, it was more like a challenge kind of saying, let me try and see if I can make one.
0: Interesting. So everyone's going to have to check that out. Where can they see it? Is available streaming anywhere? Is it on YouTube it or anything
2: like that? Not yet. It's still in the festival run. So probably next year.
0: So we're going to have to make sure at the end of the episode, we get all of your social details so people can follow and make sure they yes. check that out when it's available. Uh, it's but, very good. I've seen it. But it's uh, scary. Thank you me. know, uh, I don't know if you saw Dead Body, but I have quite the role in Dead Body. I, I think I I took audiences by storm with my tour de force <laughs> performance. Uh, one line. Wait,
1: let's see if Theo knows what part you're in. Theo, do, <laughs> oh do you remember God. seeing Jack in the movie?
2: So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know Jack. Yeah, you have to. I don't know. I've, I've I only had seen I only seen that uh, at the premiere, basically. So
1: yeah, I had I literally
0: the smallest role in the entire movie. I was uh, the guy talking to clean Larry uh, before the heroes show up. That's oh, okay. I had one, I had one line. I was upset about a bottle being half empty, but I, I, I don't want to give deal. away the whole movie. <laughs> I like to say, uh, because it won an award for best ensemble. I like to say I won the same award as everybody else did. I was exactly. just as, just as big a part. <laughs> you no, know,
2: uh, yes. yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought you were great. <laughs> Well, uh, let's talk about a movie with a a lot of very good parts in it. Uh, But before we do, this is the Evolution of Movies show. And for people who are new to the show, what we do is we watch a movie and then we come here on the show and we talk about it book club style. But we call it the Evolution of Movies because we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched. So This year, we started in 1980, went to 1981, 1982. Now we're all the way up in 2011, a time when movie theaters were filled with hits like Drive, J. Edgar, and of course, Hall Pass. But we aren't talking about any of those. We're talking about Cabin in the Woods, a movie IMDb describes as five friends go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. Oh, Theo, yeah. had you seen this movie before and what were your thoughts going into it this time around?
2: Yes, I I did watch it maybe like when it came out. So watching it again was interesting for me. Like I don't know. I think I got a little bit more of the actual story um, and the details. And in general, like the production, I would say... I enjoyed it. Um, probably not one of my favorite horror films of all time. Uh, but still, I think that the, the the creatures, the VFX, and also a little bit of the themes were very interesting.
0: Yeah, this was one, uh, much like Dusk Till Dawn, which we watched uh, a few uh, episodes back, I had no idea what this movie was when I saw it. I just thought it was a horror movie. So mm-hmm. when I went in, so much of it caught me off guard about, like, what is this? And this is one of the few horror movies I've ever watched where I was trying to figure out what's actually happening. Because most horror movies, you're like, yeah, Jason comes out of the water and he he kills you. And, and there's a little <laughs> bit of story behind it. But for the most part, he's just this unstoppable dude that's going to kill you. You know, Michael <laughs> Myers is... There's some story to it, but you're not really like, what's the lore? What's happening? Where this was a very much like a, wait, what's happening? How yeah. is this all, all going together? And it was done in such a fun way. I remember just really mm. enjoying watching it. But Andy, uh, let me know. have What were your thoughts on this movie, Andy? And also, this is where we get into the Rotten Tomato guessing yeah. game. Uh, and Theo, what's going to happen is Andy's going to try to guess the Rotten Tomato score. And then okay. you are going to guess whether or not the actual score is higher or lower than mm-hmm. what Andy okay. picks. So, uh, so Andy, let us know what you thought about the movie, and then let us know what you think Rotten Tomatoes
1: has it sitting at. The critic score, by the way, is what we go by. Got it. Um, I had seen Cabin in the Woods once before, and I think I may have fallen asleep the first time <laughs> I saw it because... I forgot everything like I watched it last night like I said with my parents and my wife and I was and my wife was even saying like oh yeah remember this happens and I go no because I remember that happens I'm like not really so for me it was almost like a fresh take on it so it was actually really cool and I think the movie does a great job of in the beginning you kind of wonder did I put on the right movie like it's like (laughs) in this like office you're like huh Uh, But I think like the creatures and stuff, very Evil Dead-ish. And I love Evil Dead. So I totally dug it. Um, But yeah, I had seen it once before. I do think it was good. I think it was very unique. So I think Rotten Tomatoes, probably, they probably got a pretty good score. But horror movies tend not to get a crazy high score. But um, this was, I thought, good for a horror movie. So I'm going to go, I'll go, I think I might say this number a lot, but I'm going to go 79. 79% 79%
0: puts it up pretty, pretty decent score pretty positive I'm trying to remember what was around that area that we've watched I can't think of any off the top of my head but uh pretty pretty good 79 uh Theo do you think the actual score is higher or lower than 79% on Rotten Tomatoes critic score I think I think
2: Andy is very generous so oh. I will say lower
0: I would have predicted lower myself. I I thought that this had everything that would give you a low score on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has it sitting at 92%. Wow. One of the highest rated movies we Uh, have seen.
1: I mean, that puts up
0: there like Raiders of the Lost Ark. That puts up there like Jurassic Park. Did we watch the same movie? That puts up there (laughs) with Mad Max Fury Road, which was wildly high too. But yeah, this Incredible. one. That was just for Sigourney Weaver, probably. Yeah, I yeah. mean, must have been. Yeah, they're like, well, Sigourney's in like, there. That's whoop. plus 20% right off the top. Right. Like,
1: yet okay. Yeah, Sigourney it score.
0: As I was watching wow. this, I think one of the things that Hollywood likes and critics like is when movies reference movies. And so I think right. this probably got a high rating because this basically is them almost trying to explain horror movie tropes that we see yeah. in every horror movie and i think that critics love that kind of stuff which is why i think this movie got pretty high up but that's I, really high though i loved it as a viewer though like i again I, i'll be honest i'm not the, the world's biggest horror movie fan i get squeamish as i say and so uh, right. i think one of the reasons i like this movie is because it allowed me to decompress some of the squeamishness with some comedy throughout yeah. and yeah. some like oh haha this is why they're doing it and so as a as a person who doesn't necessarily go, I want to go see people get brutalized, I could see it and then be like, oh, but he, 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 it's funny. <laughs> like, it allowed me a little bit of a vent in that regard. And so I think that's why I really like this movie too. Uh, I plus, can see it. Plus, Chris Hemsworth's in this movie. And let's Oof. not pretend that wasn't a, a delight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Let's get Can into I it. Can us say start. that Chris has yeah. the best death of the movie?
0: Oh yeah, the most <laughs> shocking to me. Yeah, the by most way, shocking. I mean, kind of <laughs>
1: hilarious.
2: And, oh, absolutely. <laughs> that was a, that wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It, it felt a little bit more like a just pure comedy in that moment instead yeah. of right. So kind <laughs> of like, oh. knew it was coming though. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, we definitely have to. T- we'll
0: definitely have to break down that that part because yeah. that to me was. Probably one of the most pivotal parts of the movie was that moment. That's for sure. Um and uh before we get into this movie though, I do want to take a moment to say a thank you to everyone who is listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh uh iHeartRadio or is watching on YouTube. Hit the like, comment, share, subscribe, five star reviews, all that stuff. We we desperately need your validation. Desperately, <laughs> desperately. <laughs> Good God, please. ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need it so badly. Just yes, please give us a review. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's <laughs> we'll dive right in. Uh, we start with two fellas at work, and they're talking about fertility before being told that Stockholm is out. And only us and Japan are left. What that means, the viewer still doesn't know. Elsewhere, a girl dances in her underwear in a part of a room with a 360-degree window. Uh, Her friend talks about dyeing her hair and boys and a camping trip. Oh, and Thor is there. They hop (laughs) in the motorhome and they drive. But someone is watching them from the roof. Theo, I always like to start with this question tell us about the world that we are about to live in and the
2: characters that inhabit it okay i mean (laughs) i think it's uh i i like the idea of having a little bit of a teaser at the beginning with the with the two um uh, scientists right Mm -hmm. kind of Saying to the audience already, look, this is not the typical story about these kids going in the woods. This is actually the story of these other two guys who are God knows where doing God knows whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. But, but you guys don't know yet. That yes. being said, look at this bunch of kids, right? And yes. Going to the college mode and. You know directly to the students, and we know that the Chris obviously has a girlfriend because I, I mean, obviously, being ridiculous, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so Chris with girlfriend, and then there's the other friend that never gets laid no matter what because <laughs> she's technically a virgin, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> And then looks <laughs> at some point there is a stoner, because obviously there is a stoner in the story, right? Yeah. And you're laughing at them a little bit because you're like, oh my god, this is such a stereotypical horror film that we're about to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what you don't know is that it's gonna go south pretty quickly. Because <laughs> yeah. there, there is that, that beautiful review though, I have to say that shot at the beginning is very nice when the when the they leave with the band. And then we go all the way up and we see that there is a guy on top of the building, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the setup, right? There are these kids mm-hmm. yeah. and someone that is observing them and we already know that they're going to fall into the trap, like both of their shoes. <laughs> it,
0: it's interesting, Andy, too. These scientists, they are... You immediately get the idea that there, there's something nefarious about them and the guy watching them, but as far as horror movie tropes go, the, the kids, they are stereotypical, like horror yeah. movie one hundred and one characters, but the scientists, they're not that. They're almost the exact opposite. They're not like devil worshipers or creepy. They're about as average normal guys <laughs> as you can get talking yeah. about their wives and like, oh, it's a crazy whatever day. Whatever. And they seem so normal. Already, I'm kind of, Backpedaling, like, is this stereotypical or is this what's what's happening here?
1: (laughs) And beautifully cast, uh Bradley Whitford and Richard Jenkins as the scientists. And yeah, they they have a line too. You don't really know what's happening, but it says something like, "We haven't had a glitch since '98" or something. And it's just like, what does that mean? And then the so you're having that world, and then the stereotypical college kids was so funny. I thought they were like Scooby Doo because you had the stoner (laughs) Shaggy, the blonde was. Daphne.
2: That's right. Hemsworth,
1: of course, is Fred. Uh, they just didn't have a Scooby. I guess they needed they a dog. Velma. <laughs> yeah, they had Elma. I actually had uh, the stoner written as Shaggy in my
0: notes. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, totally. up, up until I cleaned him up b- right before the show. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, his name was Marty. But yeah, I, I was calling him Shaggy the whole movie.
1: And how cool was his bong? That was like the, <laughs> the coolest <laughs> bong I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I got to say, I it wasn't a fan fun. of. Boom. I wasn't a fan of the stoner though. I felt like as the way he portrayed him felt like an old guy who's never been high imitating what he thinks a stoner is supposed to be like. It felt like like so
1: acting.
2: So, yeah,
0: yeah, it felt a little too, but then again, this movie, and maybe this is why it gets such a high rating is it almost gets away with it because it's not supposed to be good. It's a, it's supposed to be a bad Mm -hmm. horror movie group. Like, and so I almost wonder if that is intentional that he was like that, or if that was just a, like they get, get off scot-free on that because again, if the acting was great, you'd be like, well, this is, it's, it's almost, if it was, if it was good, it would almost portray what the movie is. If that
1: makes sense. I, I think they went really hard on the, the stereotypes kind of almost like a parody of it. Even like her not really being a virgin. Yeah, and the, the blonde. Right when you meet the blonde, she dyes her hair blonde, and you're like, she's dead. Like she's gonna <laughs> yeah. be the first <laughs> yeah. one dead. You already
2: know the beginning, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I want to talk the O two about Thor uh, in this okay. movie. By the way, I, I know what his name in the movie is. I'm calling him <laughs> Thor. Uh, Sounds good to was, me. It the was. Inter- <laughs> it, it was interesting going back and seeing him. One, he's aged gracefully because he doesn't look that much different now. But it was interesting. You can tell he's grown as an actor since this movie yeah. and like his accent and all this other stuff. For sure. And, and I just want to get your thoughts as a, a director and a producer, just being able to see that actors can grow and improve. And that's not a shot at Thor, by the way. I'm just saying it's, it's interesting. You can see he's gotten better.
2: Yeah. I mean, from from my perspective, I would say it's a matter of who you work with, right? And how so Mm -hmm. it kind of feels that you know the more you become famous the more you kind of unlock the chance to work with directors who've been around for a while so um they might have i don't know like maybe working together on the actual acting skills is best school right so Mm -hmm. the more you know what the director wants the more you know and you feel more comfortable and I don't know. Probably that's what happened to Thor, right? He he just yeah. he just uh had a lighting bolt <laughs> <laughs> of of acting just, you know, at some point he arrived and he became amazing.
0: Yeah. That's experience. Uh, I well I also I feel like every time I look into his eyes he becomes a better actor. <laughs> <just> like, oh. <laughs> Swoon. Okay. So not, uh, not at
2: the abs. <laughs> the abs. <laughs>
0: That's where I was. Well, his shirt stayed on
1: the whole uh, this whole movie, otherwise. That's why that's
2: why my rating was so low. (laughs) Yeah, I should
1: have had his shirt off more. He did have his shirt off once though. (laughs)
2: Yeah. At least least. least before you die. It's
1: in his contract. (laughs) Right. It should be. Uh
0: as a viewer, it's in my contract if I go see a Chris Hensworth movie. (laughs) Uh, So we move on, and Marty starts talking about how he believes society needs to crumble. As the gang stops at a gas station and they have a tense conversation with the attendant there, they continue to the cabin through a long tunnel. And once there, they find a one way mirror. But this mirror isn't the only way people can watch at the lab. Scientists are watching from the lab. Great notes, Jack. At the lab, scientists are watching (laughs) from the lab and they receive a terrifying message from the harbinger. On speakerphone phone, um, <laughs> the
2: avengers of the situation
0: <laughs> uh Eddie, I want to start with you here. um at this point, I was wondering, is this a comedy or a horror movie? like where do you place this because they' oh, the the Harbinger's on the phone with the speak the speaker phone, and they're laughing and there are certain things that are silly, but when they do the horror in this movie it's it's a whole mm-hmm. it's horror. They don't do it like a scary movie, for instance, yeah. right Right. uh so where do you put this is this a horror movie or a a comedy
1: it's a tough one yeah because i think it is funny um but i do think it's pretty gruesome that's why i said it's like evil dead i always thought evil dead was scary but funny so and this kind of is almost like a parody of a lot of horror movies so if it was that blockbuster video i think you put a copy in horror and a copy in comedy (laughs) because it kind (laughs) of is both but what i really want to talk about again is hemsworth um, <laughs> of course, but I was just thinking. <laughs> Go on when they when they meet <laughs> when they meet that guy who's amazing, like spitting his tobacco. Like, what a great role! I'm like, you got Hemsworth, you got we we find that other guys very ripped as well. Kick kick that guy's ass! <laughs> like they just like let this guy like and be he all starts, rude to them. Right? Or he goes
2: he goes, but then the other guys are like, okay, no. Holden
1: no, no. says cool it yeah i'm like you got hemsworth here he could take him out all on his own but and then that leads to i was just thinking how hemsworth is so ripped but then um we go into the cabin and there's the two-way mirror and i like how the guy it's so funny the way he does that with the girl because that's that's all of us you know you see you see the girl taking off her shirt you're like oh i should probably stop this let me get one quick okay okay (laughs) but i thought it was funny because I thought that guy was hilarious because he's like, let's swap rooms. And then he knows that she could see him now. So immediately he takes off his shirt and just like flexing (laughs) around the room. I just thought that was hilarious. It's just kind of like, oh, no, no, let me go in that room. So you could see I've been I've been doing a lot of crunches lately. So let me let me head in that room real (laughs) quick. And then he's all ripped up. To be fair, if I had those abs, you would never see me in a shirt, ever. <laughs>
0: it no matter it could be like at a wedding and I'd have my shirt off. And I'd just be like, hey guys, so well well played on him there. Yeah. But uh I I Theo, I want to talk to you about how what I loved about this is how elegantly the lab scene kind of explains parts of what this movie is, where they say the gang needs to see the signs. They need to mm-hmm. ignore them, and they need to create their own fate. Now we don't know how far that goes, but I like that they're sort of explaining that th- there's something's wrong is going to happen, but the gang needs to make it happen.
2: Yeah. That's probably the, the part that I like the most about the movie is l- like you mentioned, like there is self-referential, right, to other horror films so that the audience is like, okay, so they end up in this cabin in the woods and something is going to happen and there is some evil, like evil dead, right? They're just going to awaken, I don't know, yeah, some creatures or some demons or, you know, something dark right. and evil. And they found a way to kind of putting all of this together like a, like, a, like a horror universe, right? Where all the demons, all the creatures, everything bad is there. And you have to find the kind of evil that you want to kill you, basically, right? So yeah. just, pick, just pick your card right you have all the cards available in the cabin you just have to find them and then obviously they they open up the 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 door to go down in the basement together with Andy uh, mm-hmm. cuz Andy also is in the basement right and um is <laughs> yeah. the...
1: I was <laughs> waiting for
2: the joke to land i was like why is it not yeah. landing i'm yeah. like wait was
1: there a character andy <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: Right, yeah, and he is in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> in the basement,
2: and he finds this book, and it's written in Latin. And obviously, the thing that you want to do is, yeah, let's pronounce Latin because That's... it's super cool. Yes, it's super cool. It's well, just. I'm do so it. glad you said And the that. stoner obviously is the one saying, no, no, you're you speaking in <laughs> Latin now. There is no way you're gonna, you know, evoke something evil. And everybody else, is like, nah, come on, in the cabin yeah. in the woods, nothing bad can happen, right?
0: But, but that, and that's again, what I thought was kind of brilliant about this too is one is again, it's explaining why people in horror movies are always like this. But yeah. two, uh, and Andy will bounce it back to you. The harbinger is telling them something is wrong, something's different, and they're laughing about it and uh, they're hearing that Japan earlier on went out. Now, looking back in retrospect, the scientists were also getting all the same clues that something was going to go wrong, and they were ignoring it kind of in a parallel
2: to the gang in the cabin.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Nice. So
2: they go pretty much through the same character arc together, right? Where they have this awakening together.
0: I think again just kind of looking back in retrospect now that now that I've watched this movie with more of an analytical eye I was thinking you know the scientists as much as they're making fun of the the group in the cabin they are also getting all the same kind of making all the same mistakes along the way mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. spoiler alert when we get to the end leads to their <laughs> demise as well which I thought was kind of an interesting interesting little uh play there but you I guys like meant- it,
2: yeah. I like that. I just think that, like, with we, we percentages, like, if you want to play with realism, which this movie do not have at all, okay? right? Um, but then again, because I like realism, I would say, what are the chances that these guys they're planning this awakening in multiple areas in the world and they fail all of them? Like, this is bad luck. Like, this is the <laughs> most bad luck that they can go through. Right, right. It's, uh, right.
0: Yeah, it, and I, it's it's
2: interesting because uh, as they're showing, it, I don't remember
0: when it actually happens, but it does show the um, at some point the uh, like all the different locations yeah, and Kyoto. like yeah, one is like on fire, one yeah. is like all this all this horrible stuff is happening to all of them, and no one seems to care. And I'm thinking I would never work at a place where it's so common that this kind <laughs> of stuff happens that when I see a building blow up, I'm like. Well, yeah, Kyoto. (laughs) Those guys. (laughs) Uh, So that that was something I was thinking. I I don't know how much they get paid, but. Not enough. Not not enough. enough. But we do talk about the cellar. And so I want to get to the cellar portion where. So first, Jules makes out with a wolf. And then that (laughs) makes the cellar door burst open. Everyone dares Dana to go explore the basement and they find a bunch of creepy stuff, but it's the diary that Dana finds that grabs everyone's attention. She reads it out loud and causes the torturing redneck zombies known as the Buckners (laughs) to crawl from their graves. Thor and Jules then go out to the woods and Jules is horribly killed by the Buckners. While Mm -hmm. the scientists seem pretty happy about the Buckners killing everyone, it's now we start to see how they are manipulating everything, spraying pheromones to make the teens act different than they normally would. And even though it seems they caused the death of Jules, they say a prayer after she's dead and say that people below are watching. Theo, what uh, what did you think, the first time you watched this, what did you think was actually happening with the scientists at this point? Like, Because this was where I started personally thinking, that they had like some sort of, I guess, almost like squid game, like sick uh, TV show that people would Mm -hmm. like rich people would watch or something. But what were what were you thinking at this point? Like the first time you watched it, did you have an idea
2: of what was going on or where were you at? Mm, I, I would say my first impression. I mean, this is the thing that probably scared me the most about the movie. Because I don't, I didn't find the movie to be extremely shocking or or scary, but the idea that there is you know this group of people that professionally can manipulate you remotely, that got me. I have to say that was the thing. Yes, for me that worked. I didn't know in which direction we would have gone from there. I kind of felt that there was obviously something like a higher scheme or or they had a plan that we don't know yet but honestly yeah the the creepiness of these guys kind of yeah yeah throwing you all these things that was a little uh, unnerving it, it was because as you're watching it everyone always says this
0: is what i would do in a horror movie mm-hmm. I, I would do this and this is why i would survive but now that we know there are people manipulating things, you realize, no, this is why they make the mistakes. This is why, even though they're zombie killers, they're like, let's go out to the woods and have sex. It's because there's <laughs> pheromones being sprayed in their face and there's yeah. all this yeah. stuff manipulating them. Uh, Andy, I thought and that's it was a kinda- big
2: change. Yeah. That is the big change yeah. compared to the previous horror films, right? Where it was just the characters doing silly things because they were silly right here it's not that they're just silly actually they're not even that silly because then i remember that one character says that thor is like is an actual nice guy and he would have yep. done that because it's not his personality right so yeah. we know that there is something different than usual right and that was something i didn't notice
0: the first time but it, this time i did notice because i remember when jules before she makes out with the wolf uh she uh she was like grinding on or like dancing for all the other guys. And I was thinking that seems very weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking it's, that too. Like yeah. I was like, I would not be okay if my girlfriend was dancing my <laughs> like that. Maybe I'm just not secure enough. But I was like, I don't know if I'd be okay with that. I feel like I'd be like, uh, maybe you had too much to drink. or something. <laughs> Yeah, no. Which she uh,
1: didn't, right? Like when when was yeah.
2: she drinking all that stuff?
1: And yeah, can oh, well, I can I, I just say? I'm- about them because they're supposed to be like in college right uh yeah they're playing truth or dare i don't know i (laughs) I felt like i played truth or dare when i was like 13 i don't know it just seemed like a strange game to be playing anyway
0: and and why
1: why did he want her to make out with he calls it a moose but why did he (laughs) want her to make out with a wolf so that's not a moose exactly you know the
2: difference between the animals Probably not. That's,
0: that's what I was saying it's, it's like an old guy that's never actually been high <laughs> yeah. ma- right. writing this character. It's like, that's not how you are when you're like You don't yeah. mistake a wolf and a moose. He's not, L- it's not <laughs> right. on LSD or something. Oh, like man. It's, uh...
2: I, wish I, had, I wish I had Rick from Rick and Morty playing his character. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. I will say, I don't know about you guys, but I was tense when she was making... I was like, that wolf's going to bite her face off. <laughs> I thought so, so
2: not, too. Yeah. Uh, ten- I, tense like yeah. in which way <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah. pretty hot. Where exactly where you it
0: was, it was uh it was pretty hot. <laughs> I'll tell you this much if it was Thor making out with the wolf we have a uh, <laughs> it would be a different conversation. <laughs> um, uh but yeah. but yeah I guess that's where the 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 pothead was getting It was also funny to me because they kept calling him like oh, okay pothead making fun of him as they're yeah. all getting drunk like also, Andy, did you ever? This is again, this is me overthinking movies here, but I was yeah. like, growing up, I feel like people typically hung out with the people who would drink about as much or smoke about as much as they did. Like, yeah, was did you know anyone that was like a super, super stoner that hung
1: out with people <laughs> that didn't smoke at all? Because that's now, how this friendship seemed to be. All this stuff always is it's like a central casting of characters, it's always like, so weird. It's like you got the job, like, I mean. I'm in my hometown right now, and I I was definitely like a jock, and all my friends played sports. You know, we didn't have like the token, whatever. I guess in this movie, it'd be the nerd guy, even though he's ripped, right. and then, right. uh, you know the stoner guy. You know, they all kind of like were together. So yeah, it was very yeah, very especially if they're gonna like make fun of him for it. like okay stoner like yeah. Like He's... You know that's what he does, though. That's why. Yeah, you've known him probably for a while. Too. He was like... the guy ju- in a car 30 minutes ago with a coffee mug that turned into a bong. <laughs> hey, what is this exactly. guy? Check this guy out. Stoner guy. <laughs> he, 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 did, he just had the bong that he made out of a coffee mug 30 minutes right. ago. You just saw that. Now, this was fascinating because when I first
0: watched this, again, I, I didn't really know what was happening. But I mm. saw all this stuff. And it did all seem like terrifying uh, horror movie stuff, but I hadn't really figured out that they were picking their poison, so to speak. At yeah, this it's point. like a choose-your-own-adventure, mm-hmm. choose-your-own-nightmare, basically. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just love that they circle back to it at the end where you, when they figure out, like, oh, we chose this, and you're kind of like, you can kind of see the monsters that they would have picked. And it actually mm-hmm. made me think, like, I'd kind of like to see the movie with different monsters yeah no i, I kind of I, I could imagine them doing cabin in the woods too yes uh we'll, we'll get to why they they don't but
2: uh <laughs> with different with the, monsters with The giant cobra yes yes, <laughs> yes.
1: with the yes. merman the razor they blades the hell hellraiser i
2: think he's called the shape of water
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> also terrifying <laughs> also so, terrifying yes, yes. <laughs> So uh, Marty hears a voice that tells him to go outside, and he noticed that there are no stars in the sky. Uh, he gets ran over by Thor, who is covered in blood, and the Buckners aren't far behind. They barricade the house, and when they decide to stick together, the scientists spray them with some gas that makes them split up. Marty finds a camera before getting drugged away by Ju- uh, Judah Buckner, and Holden and Dana drop into the killing room judah tries to get holden but dana kills 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 him i don't know judah and (laughs) thor (laughs) kills judah but thor opens up the door and they get in the rv and they start driving away they almost Hmm. escape but the tunnel uh gets blown up by the scientists before they can but it'll take more than a collapsed tunnel to stop Thor. It'll also take an invisible wall. Oh no. <laughs> Best
2: Old part and... of the movie. Best Very hot rodded. Just like, yeah, like pure action and, and <laughs> comedy and tragedy at the same time. Just like for that scene, it deserves the 98%. What was it?
0: 98?
2: 92%. Yes. 92. Uh, I, I mean,
0: just just to wrap up this part, Holden eventually uh, decides to try to find another way out. Dana realizes it doesn't matter. Holden gets stabbed in the back of the head and they crash into water where Dana barely escapes to the dock. Uh, but yes, let's let's talk about this jump because... <laughs> so did you have...
2: Uh, now I, I, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have a moment where you were like, oh, maybe Thor is coming back this time, you know, dressed up? And, and-
1: <laughs> I, <did the> hum- <laughs> I was hoping that was That's in my dream right? later that night. Like,
0: I would love to see Thor
1: in this movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I want to see the actual Thor in this movie, <laughs> but they-
1: <laughs> you know what? They did a good job by the way, on that RV that dirt bike was on the back of the RV the whole time. And I was kind of wondering, I'm like, cause I forgot about that part. I was like, I- I- they should use that, that dirt bike. And then and they did.
2: did. Yeah. And then
1: they did. That and was did. so funny though. He's just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make this jump. And they're like, you can do it. You just got to put it all into it. You just got to go all in. He's like, I
0: know I'll do it. I got this. I don't know about you guys too, but one of my favorite parts about this scene is they showed us that the wall is there with the bird earlier yeah. on hitting it. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. And no, so when you went why to it was make
2: funny, that's why to me yes. that's why it was funny because that build up there was like he's gonna jump he's gonna jump i'm like where is he gonna jump there is the barrier he's gonna destroy in the moment he arrives. and then everybody's like yeah yeah yeah. And you're like no no to do it please don't please don't and then he does i do it. give and him some like, good right,
1: time yeah, of doing told it told
2: you so
0: and it, it looks so <laughs> heroic the way he's jumping yeah. too you're like because yeah. like i said i forgot i was like oh yes <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> i was like Oh, that's right!
1: That's and a, and what a far <laughs> fall! It's like a wily e. coyote cartoon. He just yes. falls like six thousand <laughs> feet down. He, he does and the
2: uh, goofy falling set. And, falling yeah. and falling and falling. Everyone's yeah. like, "Oh no!" And you're like,
0: "Falling, falling." <laughs> I think too, because maybe because he's such a star now, I just assumed he was gonna make it. Like, yeah. like oh yeah, he's he's Chris work Like, this is. And so for him to just smash into an invisible <laughs> wall and fall to his death was so shocking. And like, wait, what <laughs> he's
1: I thought dead. for sure he made it to the end. <laughs> just, no. It was, like,
2: it was it that's was why shocked. I had that moment. That's why I had that moment that I was like, he's coming back, either as a zombie, either as something else, right? But he is coming back. Otherwise, what's the point of spending all that money to have. Chris M's word in your movie, <laughs> and then you just eliminate him like this. But-, but that's what I loved about the fall,
0: too, is like because he hits it, and then, like Andy said, it's so false, like boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's like, watch, it's just like, <sighs> you're like oh yeah,
1: he you kept going, he could still survive, yeah, he oh, still maybe survive.
2: he can't. No, no, can. can. still, uh, no, still,
1: still falling, still will <laughs> he hit water?
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> that 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 was the moment of the movie to me where i really was like wait a minute what is going on here Mm -hmm. uh and it also it does kind of bury the lead of when marty's like there's no stars in the sky they don't really come back to that but i mean i guess it is kind of a a thing like a, a thing but uh that this was definitely part of the movie to me where i was like it's almost frightening too, though. you're like, "Wow, it really mm. is hopeless for them. There is no way out. Like it's built that way." Uh, which also kind of made me a little more frightened for every, I guess, and, the last two involved. And
1: when she falls in the water, because uh, Bradley Whitford's character was talking about the merman, I think at least twice by now. So when yeah. she's in the water, I'm like, "Merman's coming. He's
2: coming. Kind of like... yeah.
1: He doesn't come yet." So wait,
2: can we? Can we? Can we go back to that scene? Because. There to me, this is, I, I don't know how technical you guys want to go, but I was impressed not only because it's super funny, but also the VFX are great. And did you think, do you think that they shot that uh, on a green screen? Or how do you think they shot that sequence?
1: For the the, bike? For the dirt bike?
2: Yeah, for Thor on the bike.
1: Had to be, I would think, right? As opposed to fully Look, right. be- as
0: to, as opposed to like just fully VFX, like I mean, it, it had to be like a real the, person jumping, and then they just added that in. Because yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I mean, but, the
1: force field was real. The force, <laughs> <laughs> the force field, obviously, was,
2: was amazing though. Like for for that time, right? The the VFX are yeah, twelve notch, like twelve right? years ago. It feels uh, like an Avenger movie with with the, with the shield, right?
0: Yeah. It looked, it did a really good job of showing us, ex- like, you get it immediately. Oh, it's a shield. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, you don't, there's not a
2: confusion about, like. That's right. There's no doubt. Like, you already know, as the audience, you already know what that is, right? With no explanation. Right. Did you With, guys
1: ever think they were going to make it through the cave? I still was.
2: I still, I
0: was totally baffled at this point about what was going on. So I didn't really have a way to. I didn't, I didn't know. Like I was very confused with what was going on in the best possible way. And that like, yeah, I was definitely rooting for them as you do, you know, but uh, I think this was to your point about the cave. I think this was one of the best, it was such a good way of doing like, I, I call it the running up the stairs, you know, mm-hmm. bit you always see in horror movies where you, it looks like they're getting away, but you know, they're not getting away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you're right. You are kind of, there was a bit of like, are they going to get out? Are they going to escape? Like, what are they going to do? Maybe because of the way this movie was set up, there was a level of like, oh, they might get through at that point. But once you see the once you see the invisible wall, you're like, oh no, this is toast.
1: Oh yeah. Once you see that. Well, and it's funny too, right? When Thor is about to go, he says, I'm gonna go into town, I'm gonna get big guns, I'm gonna get cops, I'm gonna get and you're just like, You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, you're not going to do any of this stuff. <laughs>
1: <Right? Yes. laughs> um
0: so that was uh yeah that to me was probably the most pivotal like biggest moment in the whole movie was when he Mm -hmm. died yeah also definitely let me feel like no one is safe because again the biggest star just got killed so yeah Yeah. it it makes you question everybody at that point like Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and you already
2: know that that point that the big evil is coming right because we're almost what three quarters of the movie yeah we're
0: we're through like also, I love this movie. It's a it's a nice ninety five minutes. Just a, yeah, uh, yes, perfect. No, very not dra- Doesn't
2: pacing. drag it out.
0: Yep, just boom, 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 boom. You never get never get stale. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my f- kind of favorite parts of the movie, just because of how absurd it is, is uh, Dana is attacked by Judah Buckner as the scientists celebrate their big victory. Uh, the RDO speedwagon. <laughs> yeah, like she's just kidding murdered and they're just like yay
2: we did it (laughs) a guy's like hitting
1: on a girl in this office
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but a phone call from upstairs says that there was a power glitch and one of the people is still alive and it's marty he saves dana and they escape into a grave with an elevator that takes them down to the lab a lab with monsters like a werewolf pinhead and of course a mist creature But Dana isn't talking about any of them. She's talking about how they actually chose the way they would die. A SWAT team heads the elevator to kill Marty, but the two kids release all of the monsters into the lab, and everyone starts dying in horrible ways. The security guy blows himself up, a tentacle gets the female scientist, and the one guy finally meets a merman. Everyone is dead except for Dana and Marty. So this is a lot oh, wow. of stuff
2: happening, guys. But can was... we say that Marty or Shaggy was <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: high all the time? <laughs> he was right. high all the time. Okay, so he survived. It is like you're a genius. I don't know how you did it. How did you do this? I, I kept I kept waiting for
0: them to say something like though he had so much like weed in his system that the pheromones exactly. weren't working, but they never did. No. He just survived somehow. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it said we no food to...
2: we no water just being stone <laughs> all the time they right. said
1: something about how he's he somehow is figuring it out i'm like uh, huh i don't right. know what they oh, gave yeah. him it's like we didn't give him weed we gave him figuring <laughs> out fuel
0: right i didn't because <laughs> yeah they said something about the the blonde hair dye got to the uh jewel jewels uh hmm. and so they were messing with him, but for some reason he didn't get anything. He was able to figure out and he was also able to fight suddenly. For yes. some reason. I don't yeah, I don't know what's I don't perfect. know what that
2: yeah, came. like with the gun, he had a gun and a knife, and then he gives the knife to her and keeps on shooting people and doing stuff and so he Chopped together. up that one like, guy in the elevator. Yeah. Like, how can you, how can you even see these people, you know? <laughs> like I didn't shoot just you know.
0: But how paranoid was he his heart must have just been <laughs> racing a million miles but he knew an it. hour he
2: knew it from the beginning he was like, kind of like <laughs> yeah somewhere... the puppeteer stuff <laughs> yeah puppeteer stuff
0: uh so this is where we, we see all these different monsters and again this is where we see that they picked their poison and again i love the different types of monsters they show and how they show us familiar ones like who's clearly the guy who's supposed to be pinhead uh, and the werewolf, but also just like the ballerina with the the whole
1: teeth <laughs> oh face, you know, like piranha face or something. Yes. Uh,
0: and yeah, this is
1: where clown. I did it's
2: not like, like the clown more like a kraken face. I would say yeah.
1: yes. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, I was thinking, Theo. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Maybe okay. I am uh, not. Maybe I wouldn't be the guy you'd want in this situation, but I would <laughs> rather face the SWAT team than all of the horrors of. <laughs> scary movie history all at once <laughs> i feel like that wasn't a smart move to, to release everybody <laughs> right, like right. if i said yeah. to you theo you've got a swat team coming after you or pinhead from hellraiser i'd be like i'll
2: take the swat Maybe team the SWAT. Maybe the SWAT. <laughs> you know, like... well they thought I, they I were in a protective have did, office I have, to say, I have to say in front of that like console with all those things and buttons and stuff to push I don't know if they, I any, mean, she knew what she was doing, right? Because it was more like, right. maybe I'm trying to find, an uh, I don't know, like a way out instead. Um, yeah. That's the question. Did she know that she was, you know, bringing all the evil out or not?
1: Can I say, though, when she sees the pinhead character with the, chainsaws in his head she starts banging on the glass yeah i'm like she's like i, I want to kill this guy idea <laughs> <bad> ever guy. <laughs> that glass breaks yeah and, i'd be so bad if i was shaggy and i feel like if there's <laughs> one of them you
0: don't want to open it's probably his yeah, <laughs> right. yeah like right. i mean wolfman's gonna eat you that's not gonna be any fun
1: yeah but you know what's happening
0: but pinhead yeah, hellraiser. Who, hellraiser, Who knows um, what that, that might get yeah. a little dicey. Uh, I was thinking too. She hits yeah. the the big red button that releases them all, and I was thinking, you sure you want the giant easily cobra, e- the cobra. one that you might could easily bump into to be the one that <laughs> opens up everything? Like maybe you put that like away somewhere behind a <laughs> locked key where it's like hard to get to to yeah. release everybody. <laughs> Like, yeah. Could you imagine? I, I brought donuts for everyone. I'm going to put them down right here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah, oh, the snake.
1: <laughs> and where were uh, those oh, people?
0: Man.
2: Why
1: was there nobody in that room? Uh, the, yeah, good good
2: question. Everyone was celebrating already.
0: Oh, that's true. Uh, I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you this. This was my one key like, disappointment with this movie is I wanted to see more of the horror movie people fighting each other. I yeah. wanted to see... I want to see like Wolfman trying to take on the Mm. the the girl with the Kraken face. You know, I wanted to see a little bit of those guys. Like, what happens when they collide? That I wish we got a little bit more of it. I was a little bummed out. They all were like, "No, the humans are the
1: only ones we want to destroy
2: because they're bad. They're worse than us, monsters." Yeah,
1: (laughs) they got them in uh, in holding. In it, imagine living your whole life in an elevator. Yeah.
2: So You'll be pissed, right? You'll be very pissed. The moment the that most... they release you, you are like, I am so mad at everybody.
0: <laughs> the next the... creatures. who's the real monster here? Me <laughs> <Exactly>. or
1: you? <laughs> I thought the you most see, clever monster was the unicorn.
2: That's the 92%. Eh? That's the 92% <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is a movie that goes beyond this. It's about right. humanity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no trapping people into weird glass elevators. Don't put them in elevators.
0: Peace everybody off. <laughs> But, Andy, you were saying about the uh, the unicorn.
1: <laughs> I just thought that was such a <laughs> funny monster. Because everything is, like, the scariest thing ever. Then you got this beautiful <laughs> unicorn. And I'm like, oh, that must be one of the good... Oh, no. <laughs> it's like monsters gone wild. It's like monsters everywhere. And then you got this beautiful I unicorn. Mean,
2: how would you feel if you were the last of your species, though? Right? I, so, and
0: okay. you had to spend your life in an elevator. <laughs> exactly. Yeah if i opened up the if i was in the basement and i picked the unicorn trinket
1: i definitely would get killed i'd be like oh my god a beautiful unicorn oh i lucked out i lucked <laughs> <looked> out <laughs> oh you guys got a snake i got a unicorn over here suckers and then even if i saw it like it killed andy i'd be like
0: what did Andy do to make this unicorn so hey, angry? Sorry, a unicorn. <laughs> I'm going to go pet called, it. <laughs> it <Andy's> <laughs> 10 to 1, Andy said something
2: <laughs> wrong to the unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <You
0: don't> <laughs> so this movie wraps up here and uh, <laughs> Dana finds large human depictions and realizes it's her and the gang. Ripley shows up and explains that it's a ritual sacrifice a <laughs> or it's the end of the world. Since the other countries failed, Marty must die. And before mm-hmm. Dana can shoot Marty, the wolfman attacks her. Marty fights off Ripley and she gets an axe in the back of the head and the wolfman gets chased off as Marty and Dana light up a joint and watch the world end. Theo, I would have shot Marty.
2: <laughs> I I mean I'd stand by that like or at least just push him right just push him accidentally push him out right marty you're dead any either way what are you what are you doing like that's the thing right like here is like seriously though the the team here is like do you want to save the world or do you want to save this guy for like 15 minutes like was she thinking that she could have done something maybe with him in those 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) at least (laughs) at least yeah because otherwise what's the point of keeping him alive like try to save the world right but that's why this movie is different because she becomes like an anti-hero a little bit it's like oh you know what let's raise hell i want to now i want to see how bad this is gonna go because fuck life right oops
0: right (laughs) no that's
1: there goes the explicit tag. <laughs> yes. I, I'm just so confused, though, when uh, Sigourney Weaver Ripley comes out. Why don't she just come down, guns blazing, shoot him, shoot her, and that's it? Like, why did why does she not bring a gun? She just comes down Igreville. and gives him a, a stir yeah, talking to?
2: Maybe she had superpowers. <laughs> or like, she had alien in the back pocket. She was just waiting for it. It was like, you know, you guys don't even know. <laughs> what i have
0: here you know what I, what I was missing from this scene too is if i was marty i'd be like oh am i the one with the spear oh no <laughs> am i the smart one no <laughs> oh i'm the i'm the fool
1: <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> oh, no, oh. Like, poor shaggy like but, i i wouldn't have realized it. I, no matter who was with me i'd been like am i the hero
1: no. oh so there's two athletes i get it <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could be like me hemsworth and the rock and i'd be like so all of us are the athletes i don't get that's it that's
1: cool that's cool i cool. yeah. wonder who the fool is, <laughs> is so
2: he's Ripley a the champion fool? of thong making you know so he's an athlete you never seen anyone puffing all smoke smoking one day yeah, yeah. I mean, right?
0: he fought off a zombie with a bong. He does deserve yeah, right. some athletic credit. <laughs> at least,
2: yeah, at least he tried baseball for I don't know one semester.
0: <laughs> I, I was just I was thinking though, there was nothing likable about Marty, and so when they let the world end, I was thinking, yeah, <laughs> Marty, if I if I was the Virgin, you'd be dead right now. That's what I'm saying, yeah. and the world would be the world would be thriving. If he sure. was Hemsworth. I she has- wasn't a
2: virgin after all, though. So, so right. maybe
1: it wasn't that. I like that she goes, we work with what we got. That was funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the funniest part of this whole entire movie is the merman. The merman yeah. comes <laughs> and his line is, oh, come on. <laughs> it was beautifully done. They did a lot of stuff where they,
0: I love callbacks to earlier in the movie. And they did a lot of that where they rewarded you for like, did you notice this little thing? Well, here you go. And the, and the Merman didn't disappoint,
1: by the <laughs> no. way. I was, he was such a great
2: character that they pulled him out for a spin-off. So it was actually like a call forward, right? Inspiration, right, yes. <laughs> inspiration for Del Toro. To,
0: to wrap things up here, this was a it was a fun movie, I think, at the end of the day. It was just fun. It was stupid. It was silly. It was still scary. It had everything you're kind of looking for in a movie like this. I really enjoyed going back and watching it. Again, I don't know if it was the scariest movie in the world, but yeah. it was uh it was just a it was a fun time and I personally would love to see Cabin in the woods too where it's a different group and a different uh a different monster. I feel like this has legs. I feel like you could do more with it and keep it going somehow. Yeah. Uh, well I he, agree. En- he
2: ends with the massive giant evil right? Like yeah. smashing yeah. everything else. Oh that spoiled it. Yes. <laughs> that's,
0: yeah. It's the but with the way this movie is presented, you could do Cabin in the Woods too and have them be like, Yeah, remember last year we almost didn't make it, you know, and right. then like that was a close call, and you just be like,
1: Okay, whatever. They... Also,
2: can I say that that hand at the end it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Eternals?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm.
2: right? There's something similar up mm-hmm. there, so we got Thor. We had a giant hand from the Eternal. So, where are the Avengers, right? Maybe the sequel could be like a combination of the two. It's like but, Doctor the Strange. Extra
1: credits, end credits of in Samuel Jackson.
2: Of madness that meets all this evil.
0: I'd love to see Samuel Jackson in this <laughs> franchise. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I'm sick of these Buckners <laughs> on this. In this
1: oh, and that Buckner girl, one arm. With the axe to Sigourney Weaver's dome, that was yeah. impressive. Again, something where she she kept
0: sneaking up behind people and never quite made it. Never she, made it. She finally did it. And it was like,
1: <laughs> yes. Perfect. I do
0: like too how, how Marty got a rid of her green. by just sort of like kicking her off the side and like no. falling down. Yeah.
1: I thought for a second he was gonna like <laughs> spare her. <laughs>
0: uh but yeah i loved it i thought this was a fun movie i really enjoy getting to go back and watch it i want them to make a sequel uh theo you're the guest so you get the last word on the movie so andy what were your final thoughts on this one
1: yeah i agree with uh, a lot of things you were saying um i think they could definitely do like cabin in the woods and then it's the next cast that maybe it's the hemsworth or uh we see what happens with the hellraiser you know that little yeah whatever that thing is (laughs) i don't know what you call that thing i don't know the demon box yeah it was it was definitely like truman show versus evil dead which i thought was a cool way to kind of be like cool we're gonna have some jokes we're gonna have some voyeurism and we're gonna have a lot of gore and all the monsters um so i just thought it was cool it was a super fun movie to watch, especially like if you weren't watching that movie and you just saw the last 15 minutes (laughs) you'd come in and be like what is this (laughs) just like nightmare time but like theo said too the visual effects are so cool and this just the way the monsters look and the way they move is all done very well so and i thought it was cool the way they had like the the people in the cabin how it went to all like the stereotypes that they called them out uh just just a well done movie and very unique very different
0: yeah theo do you think that uh they could pull off a sequel and what were your overall
2: thoughts of this movie? I think it would be interesting to see at least what happened to the giant monster at the end so they could start from yeah like trying to explaining a little bit how the world was saved and then maybe like re-release someone that would re-release the evil like yeah maybe they found a way to kind of control this through hellraisers magic box <laughs> Maybe
0: they take it to the next level of uh, kind of like a where they release Godzilla to stop whatever the monster is. They yes, make fun of exactly. those movies where they get another evil creature to stop. There you go. They can. yes, uh,
2: Godzilla and the Avengers versus yes. all the
1: evil. Oh, you know what I thought of, too? We never talked about those uh-huh. little kids in Japan. Turn that <laughs> demonic woman thing into a frog. Into a
2: frog. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Anyway. Uh- yes and everyone was mad everyone was
0: like I love that (laughs) with the guys cussing out all the kids
1: you
2: and you and you
1: that was great (laughs) I was like wow these kids are awesome
2: yes no I appreciated the comedy of this movie a lot to be Mm -hmm. honest Uh, like from the very beginning I thought it would have been a fun movie to watch Um, yeah maybe not as scary as I probably wanted it to be um, even though again, like surprising with the BFX and cinematography also. Good points. Yeah. And the pacing. Pacing was so good. Yeah, big. the editing's awesome.
0: Like I said, I love a good 90-minute movie. I love it when they get it under two hours for me. That's just I'm okay with movies going longer. I'm just saying you gotta be a really good movie if you're gonna break two hours, is my yep. rule. If you're if you're an okay movie and you go over two hours. You're getting a finger wagon from old Jack <laughs> Farmer. <laughs> Even if you have Thor. Even it. Well, well, <laughs> depends on a shirtless.
1: shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but that does it for the movie. Uh It was a fun one. Before we finish, we like to play a little game, Theo, where uh, we see if Andy can connect any of these characters, any of these folks to Kevin Bacon in six moves. It's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh Andy, are you able to do it?
1: Yeah, this one was a bit more challenging than usual, but I got there. Uh, we're going to start with Chris Hemsworth was in of this course. movie. He was in The Avengers with Samuel L. Jackson, who is right. in one of my favorite movies, True Romance with Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt was in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. Was Samuel Jackson in, in True Romance? Oh, yeah. He has got a great cameo in there. I can't really? say I mean, I, 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 I on trust the you. air.
0: I trust you. Because yeah, you would he, know, but
1: off air, I will tell you the lines he says. <laughs> okay, okay. It's pretty gross.
0: Well, well, that does it for us. Uh, that was the show. Thank you to everyone who's watched. The next episode is going to be 2012's Silver Linings playbook. Very different from this movie. <laughs> A little different. <laughs> then we're gonna go to 2014's Identity Thief, and then we're going mm-hmm. to 2014's uh am I saying this? Ex Machina? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh,
1: Beautiful so, movies,
0: guys. Uh, yeah. Awesome yeah. Very, choices. Lots of zigging and zagging to different types of movies we're going to be watching. Yeah. But it uh, should be a fun time. Before we hang up with everyone, though, Theo, where can the world find you and all the stuff you are working on?
2: Anywhere on social media. Find me on Instagram, TikTok. You can just Google my
1: name and find
0: me. Awesome. And Andy, where can the world find you? Uh,
1: you can find me at just Andy Rossi.
0: And you can find me at RealJackFarmer across all social media. That does it for us. Thank you to everyone who enjoyed the show, and we will see you all next year.